Today in The Good Word, we're talking about putting our wit to work in all of our efforts. In the world of fairy tales, where you start out has very little to do with where you might end up. Fairy tales are for social climbers, and many a future queen or prince began as a humble farmer or a third child with no prospects. What elevates these people to their higher status varies from tale to tale, but often a great deal of their success has to do with cleverness. Puss in Boots gives us the story of the poor miller's son with no inheritance but a cat, who ends the tale as marquis and husband to a princess. It's not his own ingenuity that saves him, of course, but that of the cat, who persuades, trades, bargains, and threatens his master's way to success. The miller's son may have started the tale with little ambition, but the cat had plenty. The cat knew there was more out there than just a quiet life of scraping by, and so set out to seize it, righting wrongs and helping the helpless in the process. Although the title character in Puss in Boots is an animal, he clearly understands that his and humanity's advantage is intelligence. We have the precious gift of reason that we can act for ourselves according to our best judgment. In spiritual as well as worldly matters, we're not expected to sit around waiting for instruction from those around us or from on high. In fact, such behavior would make us lazy servants of the Lord and sloppy stewards of that which we have been blessed with. Instead, the Lord asks us to use our understanding, limited as it is, to make the best use of what we have, to do the most good for ourselves and others. This is the principle in Doctrine and Covenants, section 111, where the Lord encourages His saints to take advantage of the opportunities before them. I have much treasure in this city for you for the benefit of Zion, and many people in this city whom I will gather out in due time for the benefit of Zion through your instrumentality. For there are more treasures than one for you in this city. Therefore be ye as wise as serpents, and yet without sin. And I will order all things for your good as fast as ye are able to receive them. Amen. There was more than one opportunity in the city that one of his disciples were initially assigned. It may have looked different than their concept of treasure, but it was no less valuable to the Lord's work. The treasure we seek in the Lord's name is more than monetary wealth. Much of what we do when we try our best to put the Lord's work first may not bring success according to the world's definition, but greater joy is found in eternal treasures than those that are subject to the frailties of time. When we set out to be part of the Lord's work in our own sphere, we're not limited to only one way of doing things. Individuals with all their quirks and eccentricities are called to the work with the expectation that they will use what they have to theirs and the kingdom's advantage. The Lord wants His children to act on their own, seeking out every good thing the world has been filled with. We simply don't know what treasures lie in wait until we get to work. And that's the good word 